Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. This Sunday morning, we thank you for a time in your presence. We thank you that, Father, we have gathered not before a man, but we have gathered before you. And the Bible says, where the voice, where the king is, there's power. This Sunday morning, may we experience your power. May we experience your glory. May we experience your favor. May the shout of the king be in our camp. For it is a sign of victory. And let all the saints shout a big amen. Amen again. And your loudest amen. Sit on top of all your enemies. <laughs> Hallelujah. The shout of the king is in their camp. Hallelujah. Wonderful. This Sunday morning, I'm glad you are in church. And I'm blessed to be in church. Hallelujah. And when you come to church, expect to hear a word from God. Hey. <laughs> when you come to church, expect to hear a word from God. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said that the entrance of your word bringeth forth light. Hallelujah. It means that when you hear God's word, it gives you light. Hallelujah. And light is important for your direction. Hallelujah. So for this month or this morning to begin with, I'm going to talk to you about talk to, we're going to talk about you about a very spiritual topic. Hallelujah. A very spiritual topic. Something that your spirit needs. Hallelujah. It's as spiritual as healing. It's as spiritual as divine healing. It's as spiritual as the anointing. Catching the anointing. It is as spiritual as your salvation. A very something spiritual that you need. Hallelujah. A very spiritual topic that you should not underestimate it at all. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I'm talking to you about the song that she sang, Tight. Put your hands together for the Lord. Tight. Hallelujah. You see, um, just as a way of introduction, let me tell you that money is a very spiritual thing. Money. The whole concept of money and prosperity is a very spiritual thing. Don't, don't joke at all. Hallelujah. No, don't joke at all. You see, why do you think the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon? 
Or you cannot serve God and money. Why do you think the Bible says so? That you can't serve God and money. It means money is a competing force. God is a spirit. And the other spirit that is competing with the spirit of money. Hallelujah. So the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. It means money is a, is a real force. If, if there's a force that can derail you from serving God, it's money. It says God, you cannot serve God and mammon. It means the alternative to serving God is serving mammon. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand, understand the spirituality of money and let's understand it very, very well. Amen. Yeah, I'm telling you. I want us to get a clear and healthy understanding. You know, Jesus Christ did a lot of miracles when he came. Um, find my, so that I, I, I can, hopefully my iPad will stay open. The Lord did a lot of miracles when he came. He raised the dead. He healed the sick. Many miracles Jesus Christ did. Lazarus from the grave. The woman with the issue of blood. He did all those miracles. In fact, some of the miracles, even when he did, the people were annoyed with him. Like when he raised the, the cripple by the poolside, they wanted to kill him. They said he had done it on the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. But one miracle that he did, and when he did that miracle, the people said, We'll make you king. All the other miracles, they wanted to kill him. But this particular miracle, when he did, they said, want, want to make you king. And that was in the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. As he gathered 5,000 people and fed them and were surprised, he said, Hey, if you can do this, then you become king. That one, they wanted to make him king. Because it takes a lot of money to, to feed 5,000 people. Some of you, if you, want, uh, you cannot even take five people to a restaurant. If you take five people to a restaurant, there will be a crisis. Five. Just one, two, three, four, five. It's a crisis. And, and, and some of us, we are, we are expert as we are expert at splitting the bill. <laughs> we have an art. Venmo. We have a Venmo. <laughs> you split the bill like something. What did I eat? <laughs> they split the bill. I mean, there was one lady that the, the, a guy was interested in, and the girl took him to the restaurant. The guy asked him to pay. When he came, he said, Reverend, what do you think? I said, Be careful. <laughs> you know, so the guy was interested in her. He went to the restaurant with the guy, and then when they finished, they split the bill. So when she came, said, Reverend, what do you think? All that was, oh, Be careful. This is a red flag. If at this stage he's splitting the. <laughs> if at this stage he's splitting the, the bill with you, then be careful. Then really be careful. That is a red flag. It's too early. At this stage, people are trying to impress. So if he's splitting the bill with you, <laughs> that, that is a real red flag. You, you better split. She asked me, Reverend, what do you think? I said, Sister, be careful. <laughs> you'll be splitting mortgage, you'll be splitting rent. Even the diaper, you'll be splitting the diaper. You buy one, you buy one. <laughs> Ha! 
Hallelujah. So, I'm talking about, so, that miracle, I mean, when you did that, the people say, we'll make you king. If you can find, have, if you have this financial power, financial, they will make you king. Hallelujah, yeah. Don't joke with the power of money. And I'm talking about tight. You see, I'm talking about super, you know, oh, this time, this masters, they like times. Look, listen, you see, you see, you see, renew your mind. Yeah, they are preaching for prosperity. They like tight. First of all, just as a disclaimer, I don't get paid by your tight. So let me put that disclaimer there. I don't get paid by your tight. No. No, not at all. I don't even see it. Honestly, I don't even see it. No, that's to give. It's gone. I don't even see it. But I'm passionate about tight. Because it's a spiritual thing. It has a lot of implication for your life. And I believe in it and I practice it. Me too. You too. You too. You too. You too. I believe in it and I practice it. I'm telling you. It works. Thank you. It works. It's a spiritual thing. Hallelujah. If I'm not passionate about it, I won't tell you. Because I, I don't get paid for it. Honestly, I don't get paid for it. No, that's no very reason. And no genuine man of God, whether he's full-time or lay, will talk of tight just for his benefits. No, 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 no. Don't be deceived. I'm talking about a very spiritual thing. Hallelujah. Yeah. I believe in tight. Strongly. Strongly. Amen. So, well, it's a very spiritual thing. And it's something that belongs to God. Just in case you wonder. It belongs to God. Hallelujah. You know, it's, it's like saying that, you see, the tax does not belong to the president. The tax belongs to the nation. So, when you're paying tax, don't say you're not paying tax. You're not paying tax to make Joe Biden rich. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Leviticus 27.30 Leviticus 27.30 You see I'll tell you a story And all the tide of the land Whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the land It is the Lord, it is holy, period Just accept it I say what, just Let's settle this issue It belongs to God though you see, I heard a story. You should have told that story. Should I tell that story? You want to hear the story? There was a guy who was very broke. Very, very broke. You know, he can be very broke. To the point that, look, he was hoping to find money on the ground. That's how broke he was. Very, very broke. So he just prayed that one day he would just find money on the ground. And apparently there's a place in New York. I don't know what I asked him. Uh, somewhere on Broadway. In Broadway, New York. I'm just giving you a place to go look for money. On Broadway. Okay, service in, in, in New York. Usually, it's like, people say that when you go there in the morning, because people have a lot of patterns, right? people drop money. So maybe every Saturday, 5 o'clock, I'm going to... <laughs> Around 5 a.m. Because you know, I, I hear, like on Friday and Saturday night, people come and bring the booze and they fool around and they drop money from their wallets. 
So some people actually go there to look for money. I'm, I'm giving you a part-time job. <laughs> Five a.m. So because they go, I, I hear it's Friday night and Saturday night. So at least Saturday morning, if you go, you can easily find some dollars on the floor. So up and this guy was very broke. He was looking. For, he needed hundred. He needed hundred dollars. Hundred dollars to pay a bill. So as he was one, praying, and one day as he went, he found some envelope on the floor. So oh God, what a prayer answering God. So he opened the envelope, and when he opened the envelope, there was exactly ninety dollars. He said, "Hey God, you have taken your title already." <laughs> <laughs> He was believing God for a hundred. He saw that. Hey, God, you don't joke with your tithe. You have taken your tithe already. So what I'm saying is, it belongs to God. Okay, and don't don't go into the argument. This an Old Testament. This a New Testament. For, no, 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 no. I don't have time to teach you all that. Jesus Christ said, "This you ought to do, and not to leave the other undone." Abraham paid tithe. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ talk about tithe. So let's don't even get. Them. I'm just talking about you as a person. Be spiritual, so you'll be blessed with it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to just, just in case, you, 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 okay, let me show you the scripture in Matthew 25, the, the New Testament one, English language. Matthew 23, 23. Matthew 23, 23. This is just English language. Twenty-three, twenty-three, not 33. Woe unto you. This, this is Jesus Christ. If your Bible is a new Bible, it is in pink. This is Jesus Christ. He said, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Hypocrites. You pay tithes. You do what? You do what? You do what? He said, You pay tithe on mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Like they, are more imp- they are even superior topics. Like what? Judgment. Mercy and faith. They say you pay tight. You are so religious with tight. Even when you get somebody gives you a gift, you pay tight on it. Somebody gives you some small seed, you pay tight. Yeah, but you are a hypocrite. You have omitted the weightier matters of the law, which is mercy, which is judgment, which is forgiveness. That's why Jesus Christ was saying to the Pharisees that you are specialists on tight. But when it comes to weightier matters, so, so when, when somebody makes that statement, what the person trying to tell, what the Lord is trying to tell her that tight is very basic. And that there's something even more weighty. So, so you're not paying tight means that you are even missing the basics. Why do I say so? He said, This you ought to have done. And not to leave the other undone. So I'm not telling you not to pay tight, but go beyond paying tight. That's what he's saying. Jesus said, so far as Jesus Christ is concerned, tithing is basic. So you stand the Pharisees, go beyond just tithing. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about the spirituality. In fact, and even another verse, the popular verse that you all of us have heard, Malachi. Malachi 3.10. That some people want to criticize all the time. But everything's in the Bible. When you read Malachi 3, what does it say? Malachi, we all know the verse. Every, every preacher knows that verse anyway. 
bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be meat in my house, and prove me now here. <laughs> you see, I heard a man of God see, preach this message, and I really got a revelation with the Reverend Alphonse. He was saying that you don't prove God with, if you are God, let it rain tomorrow. If you are God, then let this problem be solved in my life. If you are God, then let him come and see me tomorrow. Then I know that God is there. God did not give you those things to prove him. He said, if you want to prove me, pay your tithe. Don't use whether it's going to be rain or no rain. <laughs> Hallelujah. But what I'm trying to say is that that day may be meet my house. Okay. And I will open. This is the word I want. And I will. If not, I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out. This is what I'm saying. And pour you out. Not the blessing. Not the blessing. He says he's going to pour out. Not the blessing. Eh, blessing. Not the blessing. Eh, blessing. I will pour you out. Blessing, not the blessing. And the reason why it is a blessing is because everybody and what you need for your blessing. Hallelujah. To somebody, a blessing is healing. To somebody, a blessing is a job. To somebody, a blessing is a child. To somebody, a blessing is immigration. A blessing based on your need, not the blessing. So it's not like a generic blessing, a blessing. It's English language. English language. A boy and the boy. If you say, if you say a boy, if you say a boy, English, right? It means anybody. But if you say the boy, so that's a definite article. And you understand good English. Very good. The boy is definite. And then a boy is what? Indefinite. Good English. Thank you. <laughs> Are you hearing me? So it is not the blessing. A blessing. And that is telling to what you need. So for you, a blessing may be peace of mind. For somebody, a blessing is healing. For somebody, a blessing is a green card. It's all a blessing. For somebody, a blessing is a yellow card. For somebody, a blessing is a wife. Hallelujah. So there are so many reasons why you wonder about that God is. But I want to show us today some reasons. I'm, I'm not saying, it's not, these are not all the reasons. Some reasons why God established the tithe. Some reasons. Hallelujah. Why God established the tithe. Amen. And we can go to the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Look at this verse carefully. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Let's start from Deuteronomy chapter 26. Please be quick with the scriptures. Stay on Deuteronomy. And it shall be. This is God. This was when God brought the people of Israel out of Egypt. Onto the coast, into the promised land. So this is God's instruction to them. It says, and it shall be that when thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possess it and dwelleth therein. Continue. That thou shalt take of the first fruit of all the earth 
which thou shalt bring to the which which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God that the which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee and shall put it in a basket and shall go into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place it in. So first of all, let's go back to verse one. God is telling me the reason why. So when you come to the place where I brought you from Egypt. And it shall be when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God shall give thee for an inheritance and possess it and dwell therein. If you get there. So the number one reason why God established the time is to show gratitude. To say I am grateful. As I, I brought, to thank God that we are grateful for taking us out of Egypt. So God said, when it shall be when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee to say that I am grateful. I am grateful because let me tell you something. It was God who gave it to you. I'm preaching to you. That job God gave it to you. That child God gave it to you. That's that, that it was God who gave it to you because let me tell you something. It is not by your hard work. Don't be deceived. Don't think it is by your intelligence. That husband God gave it to you. You are not the most beautiful wife. I said you are even ugly. <laughs> if it was by beauty, you would be the last person to be married. <laughs> I'm preaching to you. So don't be cute. Don't be cute. Don't say, well, I'm intelligent. I'm smart. If you are healthy, it is God who gave you. People take vitamins and go to the gym and die of heart attack. From the gym, they die. So you have, the first thing goes, God, the reason why God established as a sign of gratitude. The Lord that God gave it thee. The Lord thy God gave it thee to show gratitude. Let me tell you something. Unless you were born yesterday. It's not the fact that you work hard or, or you are smart as well you get something new. You can work and work and work and be broke. <laughs> I like you. Yes. Luke chapter 5 verse 4 and 5. Luke 5, 4 and 5. I'll show you. But we'll come back to Deuteronomy. So be quick. Let's go to Luke quickly. This was Jesus Christ. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a draft. Peter, put your net down. Cut something for a draft. What was Peter's answer? And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. We have worked all night and have what? Taken what? Not even one herring. So how do I say, let me put it this way. Laziness will make you poor. But not all poor people are lazy. No. 
Laziness will make you poor, but not all poor people are lazy. So take it to the bank. That's a revelation. You are working, say you are working all night. You can have two jobs, three jobs. If the Lord does not bless it, it doesn't add up. Look, have you worked and worked and worked at the end of the month? They're still negative. <laughs> you ask yourself, where did the money go? I mean, some of you, I mean, you go to the ATM, you take it, when you look at the balance, you say it's wrong, then you punch it again, it gives you this. <laughs> Where did this money go? So it's not necessarily by hard work. So Peter said, listen to me, honestly, we've been working all night. We've been toiling all night. I've done two jobs. I've done three jobs. I've gone to school and I've worked. But nevertheless, at thy word. Nevertheless, at thy word. It means that the real key, the success is your word. One word, one idea, one person from God can make a difference in your life. Preaching to somebody, receive it. One word, one word, one idea, one breakthrough. You need to meet one person, and your destiny will change. And I went, and I went. So that's why God was saying, Be grateful. The land that you are there, I brought you there. Be grateful. The job, I brought you there. The marriage, I brought you there. The child, I gave to you. Be grateful. Show gratitude by honoring me. I'm preaching to you. And I went. One idea. One person. One situation. And it has changed. The Bible says, it is, God said, it is I who give you power to make wealth, to establish my covenant. Somebody here, may God give you one idea that will make you a breakthrough. And I went. Back to Deuteronomy. 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 He says, <laughs> quickly, my brother, Deuteronomy, when the Lord has gone to the land that I will give thee and possess it. Quickly, and possess it. And possess it. Why are you so slow, brother? And possess it. Hallelujah. You see, the land that God bringeth thee and possess it. That's the next one. The land that the Lord thy God give thee for inheritance and possess it. I'm teaching you. Listen. God said, I gave it to you as an inheritance. The next thing, and possess it. Because you see, the truth of matter, you can have something. You may own something, but you don't possess it. You may own it, but you don't possess it. You have it, it's on paper, but you don't possess it. Having it is one thing. Possessing it is another. I come from a country, at least I don't know about your country, but I come from a country and the tribe that I come from, we're talking about litigation. 
you have never seen a litigious tribe. So a parent can die and give a house as an inheritance to a child, but the child will never have it because it's always a court case. Court case. There's always a litigation. So yes, on paper you have this big house, but it's a big court case. And the house will be running down and the case is in court. You have it, but you don't possess it. I don't know about your country, but my country, that seems very common. I know rich families that the case is still in court. And the houses are running down. On paper, you have it, but you don't possess it. Because to have it is one thing, but to take ownership of it is another. Unless God give it to you. Do, do, do you know that you can have a wife and you don't possess it? I don't even know whether I should go there. <laughs> should I go there? You have a wife, but you don't possess her. <laughs> On paper, you have said, well, there's a legal document covered, but possessing her? No. Why do I say so? Because you have her, but she, can't, she doesn't cook for you. You can't tell her to cook. Without anything, and, and you can't. You don't, you don't possess it at all. Even food to eat, you have to negotiate. I mean, on paper, she should have but even food to eat, you have to negotiate. You don't possess it. And if it comes to sex down, forget it. <laughs> I said, forget it. Ah! Even food, she won't cook. To sleep with her, oh, you thank you. To sleep with her, you have to book an appointment. <laughs> what is the possession here? What is the possession here? You have to, I mean, show you have to write an application, dear, dear Margaret, dear madam. It's been a long time since we had conjugal intimacy, so I hereby do apply. For the ne- that in the next coming uh, week on um, 17th, I'll be off 7 p.m. So I am pleading that we can have some conjugal intimacy. Your, uh, uh, and here is my application fee hundred dollars. <laughs> That's a fee. Yours, dear husband. I mean, you have to write an application. You have to schedule a time. I mean, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You don't possess it. I mean, something, something that, and this we are all adults, something that is best enjoyed on spontaneity. Yeah, I think you don't know. Something that the happiness and the thrill is in the spontaneity. Is in the spontaneity. As she's there, then you tap it. And this is working. So if you have to write an application for this one, the whole thing is 
then what brings excitement? Like ice cream is nice. Ice cream is nice because you eat it cold. If you have to eat hot ice cream, it's not nice. Kalewale is nice because you eat it hot. If you have to eat kalewale cold, it's not nice. So the sex too is nice if it has an element of surprise and spontaneity. I'm teaching you. So if this one, you have to write an application and book an appointment. Why is, is it hairdressing? Are you going to do your hair? Is it a saloon that I need an appointment? Is it a saloon that I need an appointment? It's spontaneity. You should be able to look at it and say, Hey, I do I'm preaching. You should be able to say, Hey, I do me. Possess your child. You have a child, but you don't possess the child. Oh, yeah, your child, you don't possess it. Because you cannot tell the child what to do. Rather, rather, sometimes the state will possess your child. God forbid. I said, God forbid. May the state never have custody of your child. God forbid. Because the state not determine where the child goes and where the child comes. Hallelujah. So he said to possess it. Hallelujah. And then the third part, and the, see, be grateful for God giving it to you. Be grateful for God letting you possess it and dwellest therein. And dwellest therein. Why is it important? Listen to me. Anytime God gives you something or you are in a higher position, people are jealous. There are always people who want to kick you out of your blessing. Don't be deceived. There are always people who are envious of you to bump you off. Yeah. So, so when, when God said dwell is there, it means that for you to enjoy that position or that blessing, some power has to keep you there. Because by default, when God puts you here, there are many who want to kick you off. A lot. So, so it is not surprising that most people, many prosperous people, go for some form of protection. Why do they go for protection? You don't know what I'm talking about. Most CEOs, more, but they have some, they go for some protection because when you are at the top, many want to kick you off. 
That is why people go and seclude themselves. Teaching you. Anytime, look, every position you are occupying, somebody wants to bump you off. Including even that your husband that you don't respect, somebody wants to bump you off. I said, somebody wants to bump you off. Even that husband that you don't regard, somebody wants to kick you off. I'm preaching. Somebody will kick you off. Oh yeah. Anything God blesses you, you think you are in the new work and you are complaining, someone wants to kick you off. See, at your job place, somebody wants to bump you off. There are many who want to kick you off at your job place. I'm telling you. A lot. So unless a certain power holds you, you can't sustain it. Yeah. So people go for all sorts of powers. So that they can stay there. So God is saying that the fact that you are there and you are not being bumped off, I have kept you there. Amen. When you read, let me show you the scripture. Psalm 62 verse 11. Psalm 62 verse 11. 62 11, please. God had spoken once. God had spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power belonged to God. I said power belonged to God. I said power belonged to God. The real power is God, not man. That is why I came to tell somebody, don't be afraid of their threats. They can threaten you. They can write you letters. They can undermine you. But the real power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Power. So don't ask. They don't like you. They gossip about you. They want to remove you. But let me tell you something. Power belongs to God. If God keeps you there, nobody can do shelly. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. If God says you are here, you are here. He says once have I, once have, uh, God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. That power, power. That is why I came to announce you. Don't be afraid of people threatening. No professor can kick you out if God keeps you there. Power belongs to God. Yeah, power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Power doesn't belong to that boss. As he's walking around acting like he's a god. Some people, the way they, as if, as if they control your destiny. Power belongs to God. I said, power belongs to God. If God says you are in, you are in. Power belongs to God. Don't be intimidated by people's threatening. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Don't be yes. Power belongs to God. Power, real power. Power does not belong to politicians. Becky, at most four years. Political power is four years. At most eight, they are off. Power doesn't belong to that boss. A man, power belongs to God. Look, 
Power does not belong to that husband who's always threatening you. Power doesn't belong to him. He's not, he, power does not belong to him. Even that husband who's always, if you do, if you do, hey, my power does not belong to him. Power belongs to God. Yeah. Power belongs to God. You see, I should thank God that power belongs to him. If some people have power, hey, the thing they'll do to you, Anita. Anita. If some people have power, the thing they'll do to you. But thank God, power belongs to God. That's why they can't do nothing. You only increase because power belongs to God. I'm preaching. So God is saying that the fact that you are dwelling there, the Amalekites are there, the Anakites are there, the Amorites are there, but they can't move you because power belongs to me. Me? No, no, people want to kick me out. Ah! But Charlie, power belongs to God. I am immovable, stable. By the grace of God, power belongs to God. Power! Power, power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. That is why you, they, they cannot move you. In fact, the table that they are discussing your, your, your remover, there will be confusion. I see them fighting among themselves. They will fight among themselves because God has put you there. Yeah, power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. So, look, look, the table, the, the meeting that they are having, they will fight among themselves. Power belongs to God. Power belongs to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God said, I'm taking you to the land. Yes, the, um, the Amalekites are there. The Amorites are there. The Jebusites are there, but me, I'm keeping you there. Do you know Israel is surrounded by Israel is surrounded by hostile nations? There's not even one single friendly nation around Israel. Fully surrounded by enemies, but they are getting stronger and stronger. And stronger because power belongs to God. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. So God said, Be grateful. Honor me because I have kept you there. Power belongs to me. I said, Recently, I heard, I read somewhere in one of these African countries. I read somewhere in one of these African countries. That a man of God has gone to say something about a particular tribe. About no, no, not, not even a tribe, uh, a date. So one of these African countries, the the man of God has gone to say something about a deity. So the people are now threatening the man of God. They are giving summons. I don't know. I mean, it's one of these African countries somewhere in the world. Listen, if your God is powerful, let him fight for himself. That deity, let the deity defend himself. If the deity is powerful, let him defend himself. Because the God I serve, he can defend himself. Power belongs to God. Let that deity speak. Let that deity kill that man of God. Many, many years ago, 
when we were students, this is also a true story. They were, uh, were traveling, and somebody, so there's a part in Ghana, a place in Ghana called Cape Coast. Cape Coast, the, co the coast of Cape. And apparently, you know, there's no public bathrooms. You see, there's no public bathrooms in some part of the world. Where, like, here, when you are, when you are driving, you can stop on the turnpike. Service area. Some part of the world is not like that. When you want to use yourself, you just get off the car, find a roadside, and do, and do your servicing. So this guy was going somewhere. They got down from the bus. He went to stand by the wall somewhere on the stone, and you know how it is. Release himself, start to pee. Then as he started to hear, hey, don't do that, don't do that. They were shouting at him, stop, stop, stop. And you know how pee is. When pee starts, you can't stop, you know that. <laughs> That's the thing about pee. <laughs> they were shouting, just stop, 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 stop. No, you can't do that. So he was starting the why? He said, the thing that you are peeing on is a God. It's a God. <laughs> the stone is a God. It's a God that can be peed on. <laughs> and he can't move himself. Eh. Power belongs to God. Amen. So don't, don't. That's, so that's what God was telling them. Hallelujah. That I gave it to you to possess and to dwell in. So be grateful. That's all. So when you honor God, you are being grateful. Hallelujah. To show gratitude. Number two. God established the tithe so that it, 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 it will be, they will remember where they came from. Verse number four. Let's go to verse four. Verse four. The same back to Deuteronomy. Verse four. It says, And the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. Like you bring it to the front here and you put it by the basket. Next verse. Verse five. And thou shalt speak you. You shall speak and say before the Lord thy God, A Syrian ready to perish was my father. And he went down to Egypt and sojourned there with a few and became there a nation great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians evil entreated us and afflicted us and laid upon us hard bondage. And when we cried unto the Lord our, God, uh, 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 the Lord, our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction. And our labor and oppression. He says, the reason when you, you shall begin and say that, you will remember where God took you from. Remembrance. He said, remember. The reason why God is, see, honoring God is a sign of remembrance. Remembering. You remember how God took where you came from. Remember some time ago where you used to live.
the bath, you turn on the faucet. Remember. Some of you, you remember. You act like you you you, that, you act like this is how you came. This is not how you came. You did not come like this. We know your history. We know your history. We know how you came from JFK with your actual Yankee and your. <laughs> we know. We remember. We know. We know. We know. We know. We know where you came from JFK wearing that batik shirt and your head tied in a scarf and then one the, the dinner must go bad. Now you live in a flat. You have a suitcase. You have a car and you act like you just arrived. No, remember. Your jacket was oversized. You came with an oversized winter jacket because somebody gave you the jacket as you came. <laughs> I'm preaching. It was an oversized jacket and your batik shirt. Now you are wearing skin tight jacket. You are wearing jeans. I mean, remember, remember, now you have a. Uh, uh, Lancon and Mary Kay on your face. Have you forgotten that? <laughs> I'm preaching to you. Don't act like, don't act like you dropped. Renew your past. Renew your past. Remember. Remember. Some of you act like you were, you, you were a descendant of the queen. You were not. You were not. <laughs> You were not descendant of Kunali. We knew you. Remember? You see, you may not have achieved all that you are believing God for, but be grateful for be grateful to God for what He has brought you. That's all. Remember. You may have got it, but be grateful. Be grateful. Remember, we knew you. We knew you. That's not that we don't know you. Somebody got to be crazy. <laughs> we knew you. Now you are now walking like you are next to Mega Mac. No, you were not. You were not. <laughs> we are not. Remember. Remember. Remember even the risky behavior. The lies you told. The stories that were not true. But God showed you mercy. Remember, because other people did the same thing and they were caught. I'm preaching to you. You see, remember. You see, you should remember. A Syrian ready to perish. You must always remember. Some of you, um, in fact, some of you brothers, you were really a Syrian ready to perish. You, you. If the Lord had not saved you, if God has not saved you. You are really a Syrian ready to perish. Because the number of girls you slept with by now, it should be half. I'm going, I'm, I'm coming your way. You were a number one player. I'm preaching. Remember? The number of women you slept with. You were a Casanova. Like by now, you have HIV seriousness. You must be, I mean, some of you, some of you remember. That was your, by now, you have been a crackhead. At your age, the number of bottles you could drink. I'm preaching to you. So remember. So remember. 
Some of you ladies, you were slave queen, Syria killers. <laughs> you were slave queen. And no things. The short, the tall, the pot belly, the skin, the bone, all of them, all in one. You were number one slave queen. Syria ready to perish. You can learn of the sugar daddies. Thank you. <laughs> now you are born again. You are sitting in church. You have a Christian husband. Hey, remember. Look, look, look. Let, let me come. Let me come here. Let, let me come here. Some of these are our mothers. In their heydays. In their heads, and now you see them in club, they are quite like they were wild. <laughs> they were wild. As you see them, they're walking them quietly. They were wild. If they to show you their heads with their wig and their miniskirt and their listing, get down on it. <laughs> to see them get down on it this is your mother you can't believe that your mother was like that she had an afro hair a short dress and a high heel get down on it serious remember yeah It will shock you that your mother made somebody's wife cry. So sometimes some of these cases and you don't know even the root. Remember. So go say remember. Remember. Remember where I brought you from. That is why I'm telling you, come and honor me. Remember. You see, and which leads to my next point. Thanksgiving. Tight is Thanksgiving. You see, remembrance. Let me talk a bit more about remembrance. What I'm going to remember. You see, not remembering. You see, not remembering is an evil thing. People who don't remember, they are evil. I'm preaching. Thank you, my brother. It is an evil person who doesn't remember. Yeah. That is why the Bible said that. God is not unrighteous. Show us that verse. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. It means to forget is a sign of unrighteousness. I'm teaching you. God is not unrighteous. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work. It means when you forget, you are exhibiting unrighteousness. You forgot the person who hurt you. The person who gave you somewhere to stay. You are forgotten. You are unrighteous. You forgot someone who shared their address with you. Now you are quarreling with the person. You are unrighteous. 
forget the pastor who came to dedicate your baby. Now you are quarreling with me. You are unrighteous. Forgetfulness is a sign of unrighteousness. You forgot, you forgot the woman who cooked for you, who, who did living, so to pay for you to go to school. Now you are forgetting the person. You are unrighteous. And some of us have de- some, some, of us, some of us have what I call deliberate amnesia. You intentionally forget. Deliberate amnesia. You intentionally forget. You forgot. You forgot the person who helped you. God is not unrighteous. God is not unrighteous. And I'm preaching to us by the Spirit. The reason for your unrighteousness, you forgot somebody did something for you and you deliberately forgot. You see, let me tell you one, one more thing. You see, don't use one bad experience or one bad incident to cancel all relationships. One bad incident. Okay, God forbid. But let's say I have one, one day problem with you. You shouldn't forget. It should not cancel our past relationship. Don't use one bad, one bad incident or even two. To cancel the good times. I'm preaching. Because we are all human beings from time to time. We may do something that is not okay. You know, one day. Or the other day. See, the other day, John the Baptist was in jail. In the book of John, he was in jail. And he was very hot. Pressure. Execute him. So John sent his disciples to Jesus Christ to go and ask him, Are you the Messiah? Or we should expect another. What an annoying question. Are you he sent the question to Jesus Christ? Are you the Messiah? Are you the Messiah? Or we should expect another. John. Really, John? Aren't you the one who was baptizing in Jordan and the Holy Spirit said that this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased? Aren't you who said that I am greater than your shoe? Now you are questioning my ministry? Can you believe it? Now you are questioning my anointing that am I the Messiah? When the Holy Spirit came over me, didn't you see? You see, but the point I'm trying to say that all of us, when we are in trouble, when we are hot, we can do something stupid. Sometimes the pressure can make you do something stupid, bro. <laughs> pressure. It was pressure that made Peter say, I don't know him, I don't know him, I don't know him. But you see, be like Christ. When John questioned him that and criticized him, his answer to the disciples of John was, go tell John. Go tell John. The blind see. The lame walk. The cripple arise, the dead are raised. That's why you should go and tell John. So when the disciples left, then he turned to his disciples and said that, Who did you go out in the wilderness to see? A man shaking with reed? No, not one shaking with reed. 
But of those born of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. That was his comment about the person who was criticizing him. Because Jesus Christ was not, based the, was not basing the relationship on that one incident. He still remembered that John was great. John was good. So the fact that John is hot and questioning him does not mean he should spoil all the relationship. So don't use one bad, one bad thing. Look, the truth of I me, mean, all of us, when we are hot, one day we say stupid things. Oh, my dear sister, I mean, sometimes, you know, you are human, you are bored. Either you are tired, you are, you are stressed, or even some of you are even drunk. That's why you said. <laughs> you are under the influence. <laughs> you are under the influence. That's all. So that's why you said something. But see, but what I'm saying that don't use one or two incidents to cast. Remember all the good times. Remember all the help. Remember all the fellowship. That is why Jesus Christ did not use that incident. If Jesus Christ were like some of us, say, hey, John, indeed. This lawyer, Orangu, you are questioning. <laughs> you will die in prison, Papa. You. But he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Because the truth of the matter, when we are under pressure, we can do things that are not right. Yeah. So remember, that's why the Bible says God is not unrighteous to forget. So the way you forget those who you are, it's a sign of unrighteousness. Remember, God is not God is not unrighteous. So God was telling them, "Look, you people, remember where I took you from." Hallelujah. Yes, remember where I took you from. Yes. Yeah, remember. Remember. Remember where I took you from. Remember. That's why I want you to honor me. My message to you is and, and which leads me to the third point. Thanksgiving. Why the third point? Because you see, when you don't remember, you can't give thanks. You cannot. Your reason why you, you are not thankful is because you can't remember. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay? Think and thank are the same word. Think and thank is the same word. The same Greek root word. As you think, you'll be thankful. But because you don't think, that's why you're not thankful. Well, think about it carefully. Think about why were you exempted? Why were you spared? Why did God protect you? What makes you different from the person who went through the same situation? What makes you different? As you begin to think, you can see that God has been good to you. But because you don't think. That's why you're not thankful. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Even as you left the place, you were wondering if they found that I'm dead. <laughs> you know, somebody knows what I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. As you were leaving the place, say, hey, I pray that they don't find out that I'm a dead man. And somehow, by his grace, they never found out. And you should be grateful. Because you knew that hey, this one there. Lord have mercy. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You don't think. Amen. Yes, you don't think. You are not grateful. That's why you don't think. People don't think. 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 Think carefully. Think about his love. Think about his grace. Think about his mercies. If you think, you'll be grateful. You see, one thing I've come to see that everybody, as you begin to think, you become more humble. Because you are there are a lot of problems with you. Oh? Yeah. But because you don't think, that's why you think you're okay. But as you think, you know, look, there are a lot of issues with you. And therefore, it is only by God's grace and God's mercy that you are in the system. Think. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, think. Think about it. So when you go to verse 7, he said, I go back to the same thing. Verse 7 to 10. Yeah. And when we cried unto the Lord our God, our fathers, the Lord heard our voice and looked on our affliction of labor and our oppression. You see, they are talking. Next verse. And the Lord brought us forth out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm and with great terribleness and with signs and with wonders. They are thinking. And he had brought us into this place and had given us this land, even a land that floweth with milk and honey. Verse 10. And now, behold, I have brought the first fruit of the land which thou, O Lord, hast given me. And thou shalt set it before the Lord thy God and worship in other words, we are coming to say thank you. We are coming to say God, thank you. Okay, okay. End my message here. Let me tell you something. If you think, you will be grateful. Tell you. Hey. If you think, if you think, you will be grateful. You will be grateful. Of course, you don't think. If you really take a time to analyze, you can see that eh, if only they have found out I would have been dead. <laughs> if you think, you'll be grateful. If you think, you will see God's mercy. If you think, you will see God's grace. I don't think. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. That God, if we think, we'll be grateful. He will say, God, you have been good. You see, you may not have achieved all that you are believing God for, but why God has brought you is good enough. And be grateful. If you think, you know that somebody really has helped you. Yeah. You will always say thank you. But when people don't think, well, it's nothing. It's nothing. It is nothing. Don't ever say that. Don't ever say it's nothing. I'm speaking to you. Don't ever say it's nothing. God has been good to you. God has been good to you. Don't ever say it's nothing. Don't ever say that. Always think and you'll be grateful. Think. You'll be grateful. Don't do this. Think. Don't ever say it's nothing. It's nothing. 
it is your say is nothing. That is why even the little that you have will be taken away. Look, thankfulness eh, will make what is not enough more than enough. Yes. I say thankfulness will make what is not enough more than enough. Because when Jesus took the bread to feed the five thousand, he gave thanks. And as he gave thanks, the bread multiplied. Don't say it's nothing. I mean, that's what I tell you my experience when I was growing up. In secondary school, I was going to school. You know, in Ghana, they give you provisions. Like, but there's not enough food in the cafeteria. So they give you milk, sardine, things like that to go eat. Because there's no, there's, no, there's no enough food in the cafeteria. So I went to my mom, my, my parents' bedroom, my mom, early in the morning, that I'm going to school. Then my, then my mom said, oh, these are the things I have for you. So she, my mom showed me the, the mackerel, the sardine, the gary, and whatever it is in the box. The sugar, like this. No, this is for you for school. God, because, you know what I did? And I went to the room and I saw the things. I said, what? Just this? This small things? Oh! And I kicked it away. That was the terrible mistake I ever made. <laughs> my mom just collected the things like this. And that was the end of me. <laughs> Not even one thing. How I was hungry in school that time. <laughs> my mom said, you, don't, you say you don't like it? You don't like it? Break it. She collected it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I cried. I pleaded. I was so hungry. You said you don't like it? My jimaz. <laughs> you know my mom. <laughs> I collected the thing. It was not easy for me at all. So from that day I learned. That even if it's small, be grateful. Don't say it is nothing. It is your nothing that will cause you to lose it. Amen. He collected the whole thing. I say yeah. I, I was so hungry. I was broke. I will call. I will cry. He said, you said, <laughs> you said it's nothing. Yeah. So think and be grateful. Hallelujah. And of course, the next point is that, let's go to the next verse. Continue. And thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which the Lord thy God had given unto thee and unto thy house. Thou and the Levite and the stranger. He said, and thou shalt rejoice in every good thing. You shall rejoice. You shall rejoice in every good thing. In other words, as you honor God with, with your thanksgiving, with your first of fruits, he gives you the opportunity to enjoy the remaining. As you have honored God with the 10%, he gives you the opportunity to rejoice with the 90. Because a blessed 90 is better than a curse 100. Blessed 90 is better than a curse 100. So that you can rejoice. So that you can rejoice. So that you can rejoice. I said, so that you can rejoice. So that you can rejoice. But I'm telling you, let's be grateful. He said, do it as a sign of gratitude. Let's remember where we have come from. And let's be thankful. And as we do that, God will bless us. Stand up to your feet and let's close.
Thank you. We will remember. We will remember. We will, we will remember. Let's remember, I tell you. We will remember. Let's remember. We will remember the works of your hands. Oh, Jesus. We will stop and give you praise for praise thy faithfulness. Sing it, Lord. We will remember. 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 remember. You will not forget. Our first and best. 
we will honor you with our tithes. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. In Jesus' name. With every head bowed, you are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior. The Bible says, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? You know, he shed his blood for you, he shed his blood for me. We should not forget this. The Bible says, Whilst we're yet sinners, whilst we're yet sinners, God sent his sons to die for us. So remember that the wages of sin is death. So before I end this message, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. Wherever you are coming from, with every eye closed and every head bowed, please lift up your hand. You want to be a Christian. You want to be born again. Come on to Jesus. Let's come on to Jesus. Come to the master. Come to the savior. Come on to Jesus. Father, we thank you for the service. We thank you for the blood that saved us. And Father, forgive us that sometimes we don't remember that we were saved and therefore we don't invite other people. May we remember where we came from that we may extend the salvation to others also. In Jesus' name, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. And let's get ready for communion. This is my body. This is my body. Broken for you. Which was broken for you. Let's go. Drink, drink, drink. Drink. This is my blood. Which was broken for you. Mm, whoever. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. The cup of blessing which we bless It is the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we bring It is the communion of the body of Christ This is the holy meal Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood Has eternal life When I see the blood I will pass over you When I see the blood Can we get closer? I will pass over you When I see the blood When I see the blood I will pass over you Beloved, communion is a spiritual thing. But even as I'm talking to you about remembrance, 
Jesus said one of the reasons for the communion is to remember do this in remembrance of me hallelujah just to remember that I was the one who died on the cross for you I shed my blood for you and as often as you do it you do it in remembrance of me hallelujah so as we come to the Lord's table he said that by my stripes you are healed I was bruised so that your body will be intact he says that the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him so as you lift the bread this afternoon may you receive healing may you receive peace may you receive restoration the body of Christ you may eat the bread And the Bible said that same night he took the cup. He said, This is my blood of the new covenant. And as often as you guys do it, you do it in remembrance of me. This is the blood that the wrath of Hebrews said it speaks better than the blood of Abel. The blood of Abel condemned Cain, but the blood of Christ brings you healing and life. The blood of Christ is a blessing. I go down on my knee and I lift this cup of blessing. By this supernatural drink, anything that is designed to hurt you in the coming week, I reverse it in Jesus' name. I reverse it in Jesus' name. I reverse it in Jesus' name. May the blood, which is the cup of blessing, override the curse. In Jesus' name. Receive a blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may drink the blood. The word that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. The blood that is me from there to
Bible said the woman with the issue of blood. It says, if I can touch by the hem of his garment, and the fountain of her blood ceased. This afternoon, by the power of the communion, let every gynecological problem be resolved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for the blood. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah. We thank God. As we have listened to the spirituality of money. He said that to show that you are grateful. To show that you remember. So as we take your... In other words, if you, if you, if you are not used to giving tight, I'm showing you what you are doing wrong. Hallelujah. So that is why I say, bring me and I will give you and, 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 I open, and pour you a blessing. So this morning, I want to honor everybody, if you are a member of this church, desire that as for tithes, I will pay because I don't want to be ungrateful. Amen. I don't want to show ingratitude to God. So come. The Bible says you shall bring it to the priest that be in that day. So I am the priest and I'm here. So bring it to the priest that be in that day. And I will take it off your hand. So come forward. Sing it again. We remember. We remember. Come honor the Lord with your time. Come honor the Lord with your time. I will not be guilty of being forgetful. Come honor the Lord. We will and give you praise it belongs to God. I remember God. I will remember. I will remember. I will remember. I will I Jesus' name. Take away the curse from your people that we may live in the blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
to the Lord. But let me say this thing. One of the ways that uh, one of the things we are trying to do in this church is to give electronically. The reason be that electronic giving gives us even good accountability. So that if we have to give you any statement or anything concerning your giving it is easily available. So basically just like most shops everybody is doing electronic. Because electronic giving is easy. And it gives us good accountability so that we can also know what you gain. That's all that's all the whole idea. It, it takes away mismanagement, theft, and loss. Everything's out. Because everything's electronic. Okay? Just like even the toll booth is get, taking the toll electronically. Hallelujah. So this is how to give electronically in this church. Number one, so we, we call it test to give. So step number one is that you set up your payments on Kindred. Kindred? If you haven't registered to give, if you, have, if you have not, then you go to Kindred. I know you know what Kindred is. And you test LCI Give. So what you're going to test is LCI Give to 45777 and follow the prompts. It's that simple. Go to Kindred, test it. Once you do that, it saves. So anytime you want to give, you type, you type in LCI Give. 5577. If you need help, to set up, uh, who are my two ladies in the corner? See the ladies and the Hilda and Phyllis. After service, they will help you to set it up. But this one, everybody can set it up, it's not difficult. Let's go to Kendrick, test to give. But let's, in case you need any assistance, they'll help you. And the reason being that it's easier, it's simpler, it takes away uh, mismanagement and everything. That's all. And also, it's easier to pull your record for you. Because everything is electronic. Amen. Yeah. So that, that is where we are trying to achieve. God bless you. So huh, hold on. So test to give. So let's say you are giving uh if let's say you are giving an offering, you say you you, you, you an offering you do else let's say you are giving ten dollars. Why ten dollars? I thought you people give fifty dollars. <laughs> hey, Helda, change it. <laughs> you know, Let's say you are giving fifty dollars. You te- test LCI fifty, not LCI ten. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is for sale church. And if you are giving your tithe, they say your tithe is ah. Look, <laughs> who cried this? Ah! Why are you trying to curse my church? In fact, I bind you in that spirit of poverty. <laughs> I said, so I said, I'm going to pay $20. I think my check will only get $200. I can't 
What's wrong with you? <laughs> if you say children, they've graduated. I bind you. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if you are giving offering, it's LCI, the amount. Then if you are tight, you say LCI, the amount and tight. So when it's offering, you don't write anything at the end of it. If it's tight, you say tight. Amen. Is it correct? Very good. Hallelujah. Anything that's step number three, that's it, right? God bless you. But if you need help to set up, please go after church. They will help you to set up. Amen. God bless you. Uh-huh, cancel it. Please. You want to bring poverty into my church? I bind you. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy birthdays. Happy birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. What's happening? Wow. Heaven. Heaven. What I mean, heaven. How is she now? Beautiful. Father, we thank you for heaven. Thank you for a princess. The Bible says, in the days of Christ, they brought her children to lay hands upon him. I lay my hands upon heaven. May her life be heaven. May her life be heaven. Peace all around her. Thank you that she's a proper child. We bless her. In Jesus' name, Amen. Wow. Heaven. We shall bring it to the priest that be in that day. God bless you, heaven. Wow. And I have Rizal, Aka Arthur. Charlie. Serious. And how old are you now? Seven beautiful. Father, we thank you for Rizal. Mashakatani Mirikoria Mama Azanali Amama. The Lord God is a son and a shield. He will give grace and glory. No good thing will we withhold. Thank you that no good thing will you withhold from Rizal. I bless her. I bless her. And I bless her again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Happy birthday. Wow. Wellington. Hey. Hmm. Let's have Wellington. Wow. And how old are you now? 13. Beautiful. Makilema Zondorika Baanaji Analiamama. Father, we pray for Wellington. Strength and wisdom. May you be strong. May you be wise. May you overcome every challenge. 
May the things that afflict your age group not afflict you. Be blessed, Wellington. In Jesus' name, Amen. Happy birthday. Beautiful. Hey. Hey. Hilda Ewa Aponsa. Wow. This is a big one. This is my course for international tickets. Happy birthday. Stretch for let's pray for Hilda. Father, I thank you for Hilda. Thank you for years of faithfulness and loyalty. As she celebrates her birthday. Hear what the Spirit is saying. Hear what the Spirit is saying. The Spirit is saying that you have stayed away from complaining. You have stayed away from murmuring. You have stayed away from criticizing. And because you have stayed away from this path, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are walking on, you, you have taken the path of happiness. Your path will be happy. Your path will be pleasing. Thank you. You have taken the path of thanksgiving and the path of gratitude. Therefore, you are coming to a, a better end, an expected end. I hear the spirit saying that I'm bringing you to an expected end. The demons and the evil spirits that afflict people from complaining, you have stayed away. You choose not to complain. You choose not to murmur. You choose not to criticize. But you have rather had a grateful attitude. Father, as she has chosen the path of gratefulness and thanksgiving, may she always continue to have a sweet spirit. For the Bible says, I'm bringing you to an expected end. Your end is peace. Your end is a happy home. Your end is blessed children. I bless you. Because you have stayed away from evil spirits. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. For the path you have chosen is the right path. Always grateful. Always thankful. Always having a sweet spirit. That is why you will be blessed. You will be blessed among your peers. You will be blessed. Because you have chosen the good path. Be blessed. See a very bright future, happiness, joy, a blessed family, a blessed home because you have chosen the right path. Be blessed in Jesus' name, Amen. Be blessed. Yeah. You have chosen the right path, Amen. Chosen the right, she has chosen the right path, which is the portion of. Not criticizing, not complaining, no memory, but always being grateful and thankful. Sally, ah, Sally, I'm on the camp. Kayema sukataya, bayi nolima aza anari amama ani eke ineli ababa, eleli amama ni mikonori amama. The Lord has done one miracle. He will do it again. 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 May you experience his goodness and his favor. The Bible said that he who has begun a good work is faithful to complete it. Receive another miracle. Thank you.
at it. Receive another miracle. You will laugh and laugh again. Receive another miracle. Receive another miracle. Receive another miracle. What the Lord is not through with you. Receive another miracle. In Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Another miracle. God bless you. Hallelujah. Gratitude will always pay. Amen. Are we blessed? Are we done? Hallelujah. Now the Spirit said she has chosen a good path. Peace. Not to murmur, not to complain, not to criticize, but always being grateful and thankful. That is why her hand is brighter. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Happy birthday to you all. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. We are blessed. And um, if today is your first time, please. First time, right? Second offering. Ah, you are a Christian. Lift up your offering. Everybody, let's come and give an offering. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give. Bless your church as they give. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a good sister. God will bless you. We will remember. Bring your offering to the Lord. We will, we will remember. We will remember. We will remember. We will remember. We will God bless you. Please, if today is your first time in this church, give me a wave. Hey, aha, uh-huh. this is the one I. The, beautiful, 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 beautiful. They are not, they are not here today, but you know them. On the 24th of June, in Lenox, Massachusetts. There's going to be a beautiful wedding between Isaac Kalima and Eukarya Asamoah. <laughs> so if anybody has any just cause why Isaac should not be married to Eukarya, say it now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, clear. Wow. It's cute, isn't it? It's cool. Hallelujah. I see your wedding coming on. And it will be cool. Amen. Please, if first time again, first time, first time is first time is it's today your first time. Oh, God bless you. God bless you. I like you. God bless you. I'll talk to you after church. God bless you. Please welcome them for me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless. Stand up to your feet and uh, look for a friend. This time, not a friend. Somebody, somebody, somebody that is a friend that you cherish. Just look for a friend. 
It can even be your husband. Maybe your husband is your friend. Or your wife is your friend. And tell the person, tell the person, my, bro- uh, my brother or my sister, whatever it is, or my wife or my husband, please remember. Say, remember the good times we have together. Don't use one bad experience to cancel it. Say, to cancel it. Always remember we had good relationships. So one, say sometimes we all go off. But please don't cancel our relationships. Amen. Yeah. That's all. That's all you are saying. That sometimes we all go off. But sometimes I go off. You go off. But don't cancel the relationships. Amen. Lift up your hand for a blessing. Father, I go down on my knees and I bless your church. Protect our going up and our coming in. Father, whatever the enemy has planned. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements@gmail.com. at gmail.com.